for entrepreneurs and small business owners. There are no shortage of complex business challenges that require innovative problem solving. And among them, growing your small business, no matter its size or success, often presents unique challenges and unintended consequences. Insidium Podcast with host Renee Walker provides actionable small business growth, branding, marketing, and client development strategies delivered through a mix of influencer and thought leader interviews and inspirational stories designed to educate, engage, and empower. Hey, everybody. This is Renee Walker. I'm so glad you decided to join me for this episode. Today, we will explore when you should absolutely fire your clients and how to successfully end a client relationship. Deciding to end a client relationship is a highly stressful, extremely intense, and often extraordinarily difficult choice that should not be made quickly or taken lightly. In fact, your decision should be made with all due consideration and with well-defined reasons. It is also important that you take extreme care in executing your decision as you end a client relationship. Why would you ever fire a client? There are many valid reasons to part ways with a client to grow your business, to improve your capacity, or to capitalize on new opportunities. And sometimes you just have outgrown each other. Whatever your reason, ending a business relationship is a very delicate situation that requires absolute diplomacy, significant forethought, planning, and flawless execution to ensure you don't burn bridges or harm your brand or reputation. Let's begin with a review of the common reasons business owners end client relationships. You want to grow your business. You have a need to increase your capacity or productivity. You're looking to transition your client or customer mix into new sectors or new customer segments. The client is doing great harm to your brand or reputation. The client is slow to pay or non-payment issues. There's ongoing scope creep. And the client is just difficult, disrespectful, or demanding, and that they can never be satisfied. We will now explore this list in more detail. If you would like to grow your small business, sometimes it is absolutely necessary to reduce your current client base in order to retool, scale, or transition into other product services or sectors. So similar to a supernova in astronomy, A star that suddenly increases greatly in brightness because of a catastrophic explosion that ejects most of its mass, it's the same in business. Sometimes you go smaller to erupt into a brighter, bigger, better, and more successful enterprise. As your small business grows, sometimes the customers you had when you started out are no longer a good fit for your business. For example, If you originally targeted small business owners, but now primarily sell to mid-market or even corporate clients, your early customer base of small business owners may pay too little or may require too much time to support the profit margins you need. 
Here's where the 80-20 rule is applicable. To achieve higher sales, it is important that you understand your customer mix. Generally, 20% of your customers generate 80% of your sales. Additionally, if you need to increase your capacity or productivity, separating from customers that significantly impact your bandwidth or are not adequately compensating you for your products and services is very important. Perhaps it's time to transition your customer or client mix. When you modify your business model to take advantage of new opportunities, changes in the marketplace, or even new customer segments, transitioning your customer or client mix may be required. So if your customer has certain expectations that cannot be met following a business model change, then it is most likely time for them to find a new provider. Another legitimate and common reason to end a client relationship is to protect your brand and reputation. Sometimes your clients can tarnish your brand and reputation by sharing disparaging, inaccurate, and negative information without giving you the respect or opportunity to address their concerns. It is important that you control your emotions and address the client in a calm, non-accusatory, but firm manner. So a couple years ago, I had a client that shared harmful, untrue, and very damaging information regarding our work. This information was confirmed by several professional colleagues, as well as personal friends. And all the while, this client was thanking me and my team for our outstanding work. Go figure. I ended the relationship after addressing the issue directly with the client. Believe it or not, the client and members of their board and executive team reached out to me a few weeks later asking that we continue our work with them. Of course, we respectfully and politely declined. If you have slow to pay or non-paying clients, you should take the opportunity to really think about whether or not they are still a good fit for your organization. And here's why. Slow and non-paying customers represent time and money that you can never recover. Rather than providing services and products to a non-paying or slow-paying client, you could be marketing your company, developing new products and services, building important relationships, and growing your business. So it's really important that you really take an opportunity to evaluate how many, if any, of slow-paying or non-paying clients you want to have on your roster. Okay, this one is a big one because it's one of my personal pet peeves, and that is ongoing scope creep. As a consultant, we spend a lot of effort and energy in understanding our prospective clients' needs and requirements and providing through our proposal process an opportunity for us to align on the exact deliverables, scope of work, and time frame in which we are going to complete the engagement. However, there are always customers that continuously seek not only upgrades or more services, and in, the, in some cases, more products, they want them without paying for them. 
So in this case, I say, business owner, beware. Some customers and clients are always trying to move the goalposts. They simply are never satisfied and constantly want more and more different and better, even when they can't articulate it. Like when you're shopping with someone who says they will know it when they see it. And finally, difficult, disrespectful, and demanding clients should really be evaluated. So extraordinarily difficult, disrespectful, and demanding clients or customers are simply toxic. Their behavior negatively impacts employee morale, as well as your enthusiasm if you are a solopreneur. So it is your responsibility to ensure your employees, your business, and you are respected. Now that we have examined the sage reasons why you should fire certain clients, let's talk about how to end those relationships the right way. First, complete your current contract or commitment with exceptional customer service. Make a well-thought-out and detailed plan to provide adequate notice. You want to keep your emotions in check, communicate your appreciation for their business. Make sure you hire professionals if you need to negotiate your exit, if emotions are running high, or if you need additional expertise such as communications. Remain positive and graceful as you end the business relationship and always share complimentary comments. Even if the business relationship was difficult, you did gain experience and can apply these lessons in the future. Now, I would like to share the key takeaways from today's episode. Firing a client is never easy and should be done with respect and for really good reasons. Remember to keep your emotions in check and make sure you have a joint communication plan that ensures all stakeholders will be informed. It is important that you absolutely appreciate your shared history and that you do not burn bridges. Complete your current contract and provide the absolute best service with appropriate notice of your decision to end the business relationship. And finally, always, always communicate your appreciation for their business and share well wishes for their continued success. Thank you for joining me for today's Insightium podcast episode. I hope you found today's podcast informative, insightful, or inspirational. Visit Insightium.com, the hub for small business growth strategies for additional resources, and be sure to join us next Thursday for another Insightium podcast to help you grow your small business. Come back often and feel free to add our podcast to your favorite RSS feed, iTunes, or your favorite mobile app. You can also follow me on Twitter at RWSpeaks and subscribe to the Insightium boardroom at Insightium.com to receive exclusive information, tips, and tools. All links are in the show notes. Until next time, be bold, aim high, and play hard. Thanks for listening to the Insightium podcast today. To keep moving forward in your business and your entrepreneurial career, 
Grab the show notes, check out resources, and catch up on any missed episodes at Insidium.com now. This has been a Renee Walker and Associates production. Join us next time for another edition of the Insidium Podcast.